Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And for the next couple hours, we're going to talk about car, car repair questions, car repair problems. Should I buy this? Should I keep this? Should I fix this? Should I sell this? And what do you like, gas or diesel? And what do you think of the hybrids and anything else you can think of? 602-508-0960. That's your way in. Jeremy is answering the phones, and we'll get you on the air pretty quick. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Quality Transmission. All transmission overhauls aren't the same, and it be, and the reason that is is because some people go in and just replace the broken parts, and then they hope and pray that your transmission will make it through whatever warranty they give you. In reality, other people say, you know what, I'm going to replace all the wear parts. The parts that normally wear, I'm going to replace them all, which means I'm going to give you another 100,000 miles on your transmission. Well, quality transmission is not going to play that kind of game. They only know how to do one thing and one thing really, really well, and that's diagnose and repair transmissions. Only about 25-30% of the cars that come in there need an overhaul. The rest of the cars just need repair. So Quality Transmission is going to give you honest answers about your transmission problems and repairs. You can stop by. Stop. Bob or Steve will talk to you and drive your car for free. They're located at McClintock North of University in Tempe. And this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by the Chamber of Commerce in Payson. I'd like to introduce you to their uh, to their assistant spokesman. His name is Rex Salem. Good morning, Rex. Good morning, Papa. Um, <laughs> okay, listen, you went to the rodeo last night in Payson, mm-hmm. right? What'd you see? Um, I saw mutton busting, bareback riding, bull riding, and cow riding, and it was just a good time. Every- it was a good time? Mm-hmm. So uh, where do you go to school, by the way? Um, Tarwater Elementary. What grade are you in? First grade. First grade. Have you been in any trouble yet? No. Are you planning on being in any trouble? No. Okay. Well, then you're not really a Salem boy. (laughs) (laughs) You have to get in trouble every once in a while if you're going to be a Salem boy. So, you remember, when you get into trouble, what do you do? Call Papa. And then what? We go to McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) All righty, so... Mutton busting. That. What does that mean? What. What. What do they do? Um. They ride sheep. Who does? Little kids. You're kidding. Nope. So how old do you have to be? Um. Well, probably like seven and under. Okay. Who won the mutton busting? Did you see somebody win it? Yeah. He was like four. Four years old. Yeah. So tell me what happens. What do you see? Well, you see, little kids riding sheep, and they. Every once in a while, a lot of people fall off. Okay. So how do you win? Well, whoever gets the best timing and whoever stays on the longest. They win? Yeah. So the four-year-old guy won? Yep. How far did they have to go uh, riding the sheep? Well, they don't have to go a certain mile. They have to just have a certain timing. 
and get uh, like a, a maybe maybe ten cars lined up together. Yeah. About that far. Yeah. Okay. Was it muddy or was it kind of dry or? Yeah, it was kind of dry. Mm. Do you do you want a mutton bus next year? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Okay. What happens now? They put a helmet on you, right? Mm-hmm. And you wear a vest. Yeah. A, a protection vest, and you yeah. just lay on the back of the sheep, right? Mm-hmm. And you just hold on to what? His hair? Yeah, just like you hold on to his neck. Okay, you wrap you just, your arms around the neck. Yeah. Okay. What happens if you get bucked off and there happens to be a big uh, horse uh, uh, thing there? Well. Yeah, but, but like, you know what horse manure is? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, is that. I bet your mom doesn't call it horse manure. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know your mother very well. But so it when they fall off, did any of them cry or anything? No. You're kidding. All right. How about bull riding? Are you ready for bull riding? No. No. You have to be like a grown up. Okay. So you think you're gonna ride bull when you get to be uh, 20 yeah. years old or so? No. Um, I think I should just ride the sheep and cows. <laughs> Now, is, is there any girls that uh, that you uh, play around with, you know, play with and stuff like that at Tarwater in no. your class? Is there any pretty girls in your class? No. Not a single one? Yep. Not a single one. Not a single one. Is there any pretty girls in the whole school? Yeah, but not in my class. <laughs> <laughs> there's There's got to be at least one. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. There's got to be at least one. All right. Well, listen, thank you for reporting about the Payson Rodeo. It's on tonight, too, right? Yeah. Starts probably about 5 or 6 or 7, mm-hmm. something like that. From Scottsdale and Shea, it's about an hour and a half, well, an hour and 15-minute drive. And when you come into Payson, on your left-hand side, you'll turn left at the casino, and they'll take you into a parking lot. And you guys, there, there was a lot of seats available yesterday, yeah. right? You guys could sit right down near the action and, and be real close and everything. Yeah. Did you see those pretty girls on the horses with the flags and stuff, and they all rode in formation yeah. and stuff like that? It was pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe Lexi, your sister, can 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 ride a horse in the in mm. the uh, in the uh, with the other ladies. Yeah, like when she gets older. Yeah. You think she needs to be older? Yeah. Okay. How old, like? Probably like a grown up. Grown up. How old is a grown up? Well, probably like forty. Forties is a grown up. Yeah. How old is like really old? Like. Like Nana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How old is really old? A hundred. A hundred? Okay. All right. All right. Well, Rex, thank you very much for spending this time with us and telling us about the Pace and Rodeo, but you really liked the mutton busting the best. Yeah. I bet the bull riding was fun, though, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it, but it takes lots of muscles to hang on to that big bull for eight seconds, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. All righty. Well, listen, we're going to wrap up today. Thank you very mm-hmm. much for stopping by. Mm-hmm. All righty. Anybody else? 602-508-0960. It's... Jim, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning? Yeah, Mark, I uh, just want to say we enjoy your show a lot, both wife and myself. Uh, Thank you. First, first time caller. Uh, actually, my question is in regard to radiator hoses. Uh, I've got a 2005 Grand Marquis. It's got about 140,000 uh, miles on it. And my daughter's going to be taking it up to Fairbanks. So it's going to change antifreeze and do some of that to get it ready for it. Okay. And it's got original hoses, and they still look pretty good. You know, I just oh, like no. it's like amazing, right? 
but I don't well, feel comfortable. I, and my question was, so I'm going to change them out. Okay. But, you know, you can go to the various parts stores and or you can go to the dealer. And I'm wondering, actually, if the dealer parts are as good as the ones they initially put on a car when they built it. Does that make any sense? Uh, absolutely. It's, it's a question I get every day of my life. I, I want to remind you that your car was built by the lowest bidder. So okay. um, every car, every new car is built by the And there is no such thing as a Ford factory that makes Ford or Lincoln Mercury hoses and belts and parts. That, that's not the case. Your car is built by manufacturing facilities all over the United States. And uh, those hoses came from a, a large manufacturer that would sound like Gates or Goodyear or Dayco, those are the big guys. And so um, it, it, I'll give you another good example. It's you'll, you'll not even believe this, but it's true. You have no idea right now who makes Motocraft oil, but I'm going to tell you that Motocraft oil is made by Kendall Oil. And Kendall also makes Honda oil. So everything in a Honda can is Kendall and everything in a Motocraft can is Kendall. Okay, gotcha. And, and then 89% of all the batteries that are manufactured for the United States are by one company, and that battery comes down those bowling alley chutes. There might be 200 bowling alley chutes, and that same battery will come down with 150 different tags on it. And so I agree with you. I think it's a good idea that you change the hoses and the belts and, the, and put clamps, put new clamps on it. I think a 50-50 mix of coolant, I'd replace the radiator cap. And I think you're sending her, um, you know, as long as the tires and the brakes and, and there's no major oil leaks and all that kind of stuff. So you're giving her a good car and you're sending her safe. Yeah, and she's going to buy snow tires when she gets up there. They uh, actually permit studded snow tires. Up in Alaska, and so yeah. I'll let her get up there and decide if she wants to go that way or not. But the question I've got for you then is: these hoses that lasted so long, it just seems like unusual to me. And so I, that's why I was kind of wondering if it was worth. In order to buy a hose from Ford, it's probably not quite, but maybe twice as much as to buy it from a parts place. And I think, well, question, yeah, is it really worth it to pay that extra money or? Well, no, you, okay, you're wrong. You're wrong about your assumption that these Ford hoses are the premium hoses, and that's why they last 140,000 miles. You're just a lucky guy. Oh, okay. um, that, 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 you know, this is a 10-year-old car that has 140,000 miles on it, and, and, and you, you are in a situation where you just happen to be the luckiest guy in the world because okay. none of those hoses popped. In the, and you've been around the world six times. Yeah, I know it. I know it. And your I, wife yeah, should I, spank you because <laughs> you, your, your wife should beat you because you, you put her at risk because when she goes shopping yeah. and, and, and she has these old hoses, these, these hoses that might as well have been made when Fred Flintstone was alive. I know it. You know, they look so great. They, they they, but looking up. doesn't make it. Yeah, they, they're, I, I'm sure they're hard. I'm sure they're soft. They're going to be extremely hard or extremely soft, but they don't feel like new hoses. They may look like new hoses, but you can't judge it. Now, really and truly, if your comfort zone is to go to your local Ford dealer or your Lincoln Mercury and buy hoses, by all means, go ahead. 
it, it, it's, I, it, it makes no difference to me. I'm just telling you that if my grandkids were going with your daughter to Alaska, I'd put new hoses and belts on it, and I certainly wouldn't buy them from the Ford dealer or the Lincoln Mercury dealership. I'd buy them from a parts store. Gotcha. And I, I'd look I for a name call. brand. Look for okay. a name brand, okay? Yep, I will do. Well, fantastic. Okay. Okay, well, thank, thank you for well, calling. Thank you. you bet. Bye-bye. All righty, bye-bye. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You can tell I tried my best to get him in trouble with his wife, but <laughs> I don't know. Oh, boy. And then you know what? There are people out there with 130, 140, 150,000 miles on their hoses and belts, but there's a certain risk associated with that. And and um, and, and I suggest to you that most of you would agree that, you know, you're going to break down at the most inopportune time. Of all the trips you take over a month, there's going to be one that you absolutely have to be there on time, and that's going to be where you're going to see steam crawling out of the hood of the, the crack of the hood, and you're going to know that you're in big trouble. We'll be right back. Bill Bennett still believes Donald Trump needs to be eliminated as a GOP candidate. As far as I'm concerned, whatever Trump says about immigration, he still ought to be out of the picture. His team players refuse to make the promise that he won't run as an independent, which means he has refused to say he will not do everything in his power to destroy the Republican candidate, which is what a third-party run means. Bill Bennett's Morning in America, weekday mornings at 3, right before Mike Gallagher at 6, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified, We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May. And I wrote this message. At this radio station, we've worked hard to figure out what it is you want and need from a station and give it to you. Here with 960, we always want to know more on how to serve you better. So if you're part of 960, the Patriots Listener Club, be looking for an email with a survey. If you fill it out and help us figure you out, you might win 5000 bucks. That's five questions for a chance to win 5000 bucks From 960 The Patriot and 960thepatriot.com. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. 
Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. I started my adventure in the Air Force Reserve as a payload system operator. Flight medic in the Air Force Reserve. I'm a pilot for the Air Force Thunderbirds demonstration team. We do a lot in a little bit of time, and we have to do it very efficiently. It's a very exciting career. The Reserve gave me the opportunity to learn something totally different from what I did. The training in the Air Force Reserve is second to none. The most exciting thing in the Air Force Reserve is to be able to travel. It gave me the opportunity to go to college. That was definitely a bonus. And the Air Force Reserve gave me all those opportunities, and then even more. Start your adventure in the Air Force Reserve. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about car, car repair problems, car repair questions, and you're welcome to join us. The phone number is 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have five lines. You're welcome to grab one real quick. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by IMM Auto Service. They've been fixing cars right and caring for their customers' cars since 1972. Why would you choose IMM Auto Service? Well, they prioritize your work. They're going to offer you an exact estimate, including sales tax. They're going to perform only the work that they said and the work that will fix your problem. They're going to give you a warranty. And they have ASE Master Techs who work on both domestic and imports, but they specialize in Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So Swedish and Italian and Asian means Volvo, Saab, Fiat, Alfa Romeo. Those are the kinds of cars that they really excel in, the diagnostic and the repair. If you have one of those cars, certainly anybody can change your oil, but not anybody can diagnose a drivability problem on old Fiats. And Volvos take specific software and hardware to read the computers, so you really need to know what you're doing and IMM Auto Service is just exactly that. They're just south and west of the 101 and 202 where they cross over together and it's a great place to go and he's been around, David's been around a long time so if you have a Alfa Romeo, a Fiat, a Saab or a Volvo I would probably stop by every once in a while and make sure they know my name. Alrighty, when it comes to car repair there's no secret that there's people out there that do a better job at taking care of their customers than shops that take care of themselves or the technicians take care of themselves. But in reality, the big from from my point of view, the big picture is is that there's at least 75% of the repair shops out there really, really do work hard to fix your car right. And that's really what separates the men from the boys and the big boys from the little boys is is can we fix your car? Can we diagnose your car? Can we deal with the specific symptoms and identify what they are? It, it is unbelievably difficult in some cases to find out what the heck is going on and sometimes the appropriate response is, is you need to drive it more until the symptoms become more predominant, they come louder, they come, become more regular and then it will be easier to diagnose it. 
that is a responsible answer. The other day, a gentleman brought a car in with 140,000 miles on it, and he had three problems. Now, we could, we could barely, barely document and experience a brake shutter coming off the freeway. However, the more we drove the car, we determined that the two front tires have to be, I mean, if we make a hard right turn and then we accelerate and we brake, there would be no shutter. But if we made another hard right turn and then accelerated, then there'd be the shutter. So then when we checked the front rotors, we found out that the rotors needed to be synchronized. So they both had to have the warped part of the rotor in the same area in order for the shutter to appear. And one plus one made two, and that made it even worse. But individually, they weren't really bad enough to cause a problem we thought we needed to spend a whole lot of money on. The other two issues were very difficult to determine, and we got down to where we could make the noise happen on deceleration while the vehicle was up in the air, and all of the noise was coming from the transmission, and this transmission's $5,000. So we, the next question I think was, and I hope the appropriate question was, is how often does this car leave town? Does it ever go to New York City? Does it ever go other states, or is it just local? And if it's a local car, then we're going to wait. You'll have to live with the noise. We're going to wait. We're going to see if it gets worse. We know it's a transmission inside the transmission. You've got 130, 140,000 miles on it. It's craziness to replace it now. Because you could hit the lottery day after tomorrow and go buy a new Ferrari and not care about it. But it's a shame to spend a bunch of money on a car when you don't absolutely have to. So those are the kinds of issues that there are. And there's lots of good shops out there. And you can go to ASE. Automotive Service Excellence, and you can find the Blue Seal shops. Those guys are really the cream of the crop, and they're all over the United States based by zip code, and I'm proud to say I'm one of those guys as well. But there's a lot of other guys in Phoenix as well. And it's also important to find out what their Better Business Bureau record looks like. It's not important that they be um, advertising on the Better Business Bureau side. It's important that they just have a grade. I, I'm, I'm a little... Uh, unclear about the idea of the Better Business Bureau used to report on businesses and now they support businesses and they advertise for businesses and I'm not sure about that transition I'm not I haven't made up my mind yet whether I think that's a good one or a bad one but I'm pretty happy when they when they reported on business but when they start holding a business up and saying this guy's really good so if you type in you know dry cleaners Scottsdale then you're likely to get all the ads that are paid for by dry cleaners in Scottsdale. And really and truly, then you have to go through and find out what their grades are. And I don't know if I like that, but that's just me. Anyway, Bob, good morning to you. Thank you for calling. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Do you ever use oil analysis as a diagnostic tool at your shop? Absolutely. Do you think Absolutely. you would offer it like as a regular service to a customer? just as part of their regular maintenance? No. No. Wouldn't that It's be, a diagnostic tool. Wouldn't that give them like kind of like a checkup, like checking someone's blood pressure, like just giving a regular oil analysis to see how your engine was doing? Well, first of all, that's going to add um, 10 to $20 to your oil change. 
and when oil changes are 35 to 45 dollars that's a significant increase and so when I give it to you and we have four parts per million of brass um, what does that tell you it could be premature bearing wear or something in your engine see that's you exactly could have a coolant that's, leak. you could be detecting like a coolant leak into the engine before it did significant damage no no you're wrong on both of those What's important is, is what was the brass reading from the last oil change? Is there a growth? Is it within specifications? The fact that it has four, four parts per million brass doesn't mean nothing. That's not even an issue. That wouldn't, but see, if you hand that to people, then, and, and besides, if you do that, the, you always run the risk of people misinterpreting the results and so forth and so on. So to, it, it, there's probably guys out there that do that. And and that might very well be something that other people would, would do, but I'm never going to do it. I'm never going to do it because there's a process and there's a reason to do oil analysis. And it's a diagnostic tool, and it's also a, a comfort tool. We left the drain plug loose. The drain plug fell out. Your car ran out of oil. We tow it in. We put oil back in it. And you say... Well, I don't know how much damage I did to my, you, how much damage you did, Mark Salem, to my engine. And I say, no problem. You're going to drive it a thousand miles. I'm going to do an oil analysis. You're going to drive it two thousand miles. I'm going to drive it another. I'll do it all at my expense. And we're going to do five oil analyses in a row. And if any of the metal grows, then I owe you an engine. If any of the metal doesn't grow, I don't owe you an engine. There was no damage. So that's just one of the many examples that we use it for. But to offer that to our customers, I think they would misinterpret it. I think it would scare them. I think the presence of magnesium and the presence of, of moisture here and the presence of stainless steel here would, would baffle them. And, and, and they're not supposed to know that. So I, it's a nice idea, and perhaps somebody will do it, but, but I won't. i got to take a break. If you have another question, Bob, hang on. And the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. 
It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hello, I'm Tom Brown with Mike Aliyah from Benefit Air. Mike, many listeners have heard me tell the story how Benefit Air came to my aid when I was chief engineer here at the station, you know, all day, every day. But what people do not know is the story about how Benefit Air kept me from moving. It's true, I live in a top-four condo built in the 60s, almost no ventilation, cinder block walls, and in the heat of the summer, Sometimes we couldn't get the temp below 85 degrees. Mary had had it. Time to move, she said. Well, I called you at Benefit Air. You sent Ken over to take a look. He discovered that we were wasting our cooling capacity by cooling the attic. Ken redesigned the system, moving the air handler from the ceiling to the closet. And wow, what a difference. (laughs) Hey, I'm so glad we could help you and Mary, Tom. To find out how Benefit Air can help you with your cooling and heating needs, call us at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of choosing Benefit Air. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Be sure to check out the Patriots listener deals. Shop online and save big on quality items and services. Visit 960thepatriot.com and click on the listener deals banner. 960 The Patriot. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Mark Salem here at your service. 602-508-0960 is the phone number. 602-508-0960. You have a car question like Patrick does, then give us a call. Patrick, give me just a second or two. Let me tell you about Larry Harker's Auto Repair. They've been a trusted name for auto repair in the Phoenix area since 1967. If you visit Larry Harker's, you're going to get fast, affordable services. They do auto electrical work, brake services, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance, and they do lots of diagnostics. They can find out why your vehicle failed emissions, and they have the equipment to repair it, to diagnose it, repair it, and then sometimes they'll even take it through for you. They service and repair both foreign and domestic vehicles, so if you live anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, or if you work anywhere near 38th Avenue and Indian School, may I suggest Larry Harker's Auto, a great place to go, been around a very long time, and one of the oldest shops in the Phoenix area that I know of, if not one of the oldest. So he certainly is in the top five, I can tell you that much. All right, let's go to the phones. Patrick, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Good morning. Um, Good morning. It's an 04 Chevy Cavalier. It's got a 2.2 Ecotec engine in it. Okay. Um, it's actually got two problems. Once in a while, it'll do it like once a week. It starts really hard, 
I mean, it wheels over good and stuff, but I smell raw gas. The car will start, and I smell raw gas. Okay. When you say it cranks over hard, I need a better description than that. Is it, is it a slow rrrr, that no, kind no, of no, a no. crank? No, no, no. It wheels over real good. I mean, it cranks over really good, but it just doesn't start. Okay, and so it's, it that's, that, that's called an extended crank. Okay. Is that, that, okay, fair enough. So before, when it's on its best behavior, it's kind of run, 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 starts right up. This one is run, 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 run. Is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Okay. Well, the gasoline, and let me ask you this question, and if it's an 04, it's got an electric fuel pump, and have you ever had to let go of the key and set for a second and then hit it again to get it to start the second time? Um, I've never really tried it, but, you know, I, you know okay. I don't know if it works or not. All right. And here's what I'm thinking. The fact that you smell gas would typically mean that we have a gas leak somewhere in the fuel system. Maybe we have an injector that didn't close completely and it filled the cylinder full of fuel. Uh -huh. And that would cause a rich condition and that would extend your crank. And then finally the motor's going to catch and when it catches you're going to smell that raw fuel. Gotcha. So an injector leaking, but, but if that were the case, I would say almost all the time, the engine's going to run rough for some very short period of time and then magically and mysteriously smooth out. Okay. So pay attention to the running of the engine right after it starts. The second thing is when you get it running, I want you to pop the throttle hard once and, and identify which side of the car the tailpipe is at, passenger or driver, and look out your rearview mirrors and see if you see black smoke. And that'll help diagnose that you know you're leaking some fuel into the cylinders. Now the only two places you can leak fuel into the engine is through the fuel pressure regulator and an injector. Now, do you have any idea what the fuel pressure regulator looks like or where it's at? No. Okay. The fuel lines that come from the back, there's going to be two, a big one and a small one. And they're going to go to the fuel rail that hopscotches to all the injectors. And at the end of the fuel rail is the small line. And at the end of the fuel rail is a round device that has a vacuum line to it. And that is your fuel pressure regulator. The fuel pressure regulator, when you stomp the throttle, the regulator shuts off the return. It builds pressure because they're saying, oh, boy, Patrick wants some RPMs. And so it shuts the gate. So we build tremendous pressure in the rail. And as soon as you let go of the gas, then we open the gate and send a bunch of fuel back to the tank. I want you to pull that vacuum line off, and I want you to look inside of it and see if it's wet, and I want you to shine a flashlight inside and see if it's wet, and if it's wet, that fuel pressure regulator is going to be your problem. Okay. No, the diaphragm is bad. I'm sorry? Do this after you have a hard time starting it, or what? No, anytime you want. Anytime oh. you want. Just get the vacuum line off of the, the little port, the little brass port of the round fuel pressure regulator, and it's the fuel pressure regulator is going to have a fuel line that goes in and out of it. Okay. So this is a vacuum diaphragm, and what happens is the diaphragm is bad, so we're sucking gas through the diaphragm. Instead of just sucking on the diaphragm, we're sucking gas through it, and along with that comes terrible gas mileage, and is that something that has, that has changed in the last month and a half? No, it's, it's got a standing gas Okay. I'm talking like 36, 38. Okay. 
All right, I, it, it's going to be one of those two things. Uh, it, it could be something silly that uh, I think you got about a 1 in 10 chance that the mass airflow sensor is lying about how much air is coming into the engine, and so it's telling the engine that it's got 10 times more air than it really does, so the engine starts the injectors running wide open, and that's because it's getting a false signal that your foot is on the floor, and so you're asking for all kinds of fuel. There's lots of other things, but those would typically turn on a check engine light, and you haven't said a word about that. No, there's none on. So, all right, and then if you wanted to see how the each cylinder was running, if you could pull the spark plugs out of that 2.2, you'll be able to tell if one of them's been running rich because it'll be a lot darker brown or black than the rest of them. And then that would be the area that I would be looking at the valve, the intake valve, and the injector. Those are some diagnostics that you can try and use. I just put new plugs and wires on it so about a month ago, and they were all perfect. All the spark plugs were perfect in it. Okay. But see, now, did you have the problem with this smell of gas and extended cranking a month and a half ago? Yes, I did. Okay. That's all right, well. I put the plugs and wires on it. Yeah. How many miles are on this? About 234. Okay. Has anybody ever cleaned up the mass airflow sensor, cleaned the throttle blades on it, reset the minimum idle authority, cleaned up the idle air control motor? No. Okay. That's $150 worth of work. And what we're doing is, is we're cleaning up a bunch of sensors that are supposed to be talking to the computer. And after being around the world, in your case, uh, for eight times, I would think that cleaning up the throttle... Now, I am not an advocate of you taking it in and having them hook up some magic machine that's going to do all kinds of stuff. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about manual labor. I'm talking about cleaning the throttle blades, cleaning the idle air control motor, resetting minimum idle authority, cleaning up the mass airflow sensor. That That's your air intake system, and if the mass airflow sensor for some reason is lying, half the time when we clean it with some mass airflow cleaner, then the problem goes away. So I just don't know what's causing it, but I can tell you this much. There's a good chance that this is a $200 repair. It could be $100 to, 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 to look it over and then another $100 to clean up what I talked about and you're home free. So there's some diagnostic time as well as some 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 repair time, okay? Okay. Good luck to you, Patrick. Thank you very much, sir. And that means when the lines are open, 602-508-0960. we got five lines you can call, 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Twitter can get confusing and congested with lots of stuff you don't need or want. So let 960 The Patriots tweets that matter. Vet out all the chirping. We follow the important names and only retweet the information that you want to know about. Get commentary on and retweets from the likes of Mark Levin, Fox News, and Breitbart, and all of your local politicians and national pundits. We do the legwork, and all you have to do is follow us on Twitter today. Twitter.com slash 960 The Patriot. Hi, I'm Dan Davis, and I want to introduce you to Bob Jones and my friends at Quality Transmission Service. A lot of people are hanging on to their cars to save money, but driving an older car means you'll eventually need repairs. If it's a bad transmission, you could be left stranded, and that's a pretty helpless feeling. But help is a phone call away. Quality Transmission is family-owned and operated and has been serving the Valley since 1977. Bob is all about quality, and he's been doing the right thing his entire life. Eagle Scout, two tours of Vietnam, and the very first winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. At Quality Transmission Service, every overhaul transmission comes with a two-year, 24,000-mile nationwide warranty. 
Quality Transmission is AAA approved, rated A-plus by the Better Business Bureau, and is a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix. So for all your automotive transmission needs, call Quality Transmission Service. Quality Transmission Service, getting you back on the road. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Bill and Kathleen from American Vision Windows. What do you think are the most expensive windows that you can get in your house? It's the ones you already have. That's right. Your old windows that let in drafts and dust and let out the air conditioning you're paying for. Now is the time to get brand new, beautiful, energy-efficient windows from American Vision Windows. And right now, no payments, no interest for six months. Or payments starting at just $99 a month. All that with free installation. Bill and I are so thankful that you can now have the quiet, energy-efficient, and beautiful home of your dreams. Showcase your new windows with beautiful shutters and blinds from American Vision. Call American Vision Windows now to get your new windows with no payments or interest for six months or with payments as low as $99 per month. Call 480-422-1632 or AmericanVision.com slash Arizona. 480-422-1632. 480-422-1632. ROC number 267599. This is the sound of salmonella gyrating on your undercooked chicken. And it looks like mom might be taking it out a little early. Don't let salmonella get funky with your chicken. On average, one in six Americans will get a foodborne illness this year. So use a thermometer to cook each type of meat to the right temperature. Keep your family safe at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. 46 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. we got another hour coming, but the lines are open right now. We've got Gene and Mitch on the lines, but that means three lines are available. If you'd like to join us and you have a car question, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been rebuilding transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968. Phil and his staff are transmission diagnostic and repair experts. Transmission repairs and replacements done by Automatic Transmission Exchange have gone to the next level in providing excellent products that meet or exceed your original equipment manufacturer specifications. Every transmission is thoroughly tested on their new state-of-the-art dynamometer. So they take your new transmission and rather than install it in your, new, in your car, they put it on a dynamometer, they run it through its paces, and they measure its effectiveness and efficiency. And if it doesn't meet the criteria, then they fix it then and there. 
So it's a, it's a step. It eliminates a lot of steps because we can test it before we install it, and that's, of course, the big, the big deal is installing it. So if you live near Central Phoenix, anywhere near 40th Street in Washington, or anywhere at all, Phil is your go-to guy, especially on the old transmissions. Especially on the old transmission. Phil was around before the Model A. Phil used to do transmissions on stagecoaches. That's how old Phil is. But he knows those old transmissions like no one else. That's Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange. Gene, good morning to you. How can I help you? Uh, my daughter has a 1992 Pontiac Bonneville SSDI, the one with the supercharger. Um, the air conditioner, when you first fire this thing up, the air conditioner cools, but we're getting very, very low airflow through the vent. And then after okay. about 20 minutes, you can start to feel the temperature diminish. It starts to not cool as well. And I, I, there's nothing, I mean, it's on full blast as far as, but they're very low. It's like like in a normal vehicle, be on low. That's how okay. high it is on the thing. So I don't know if the squirrel cage fan has gone bad or this does not have a um, cabin filter in it. So okay. and to try to clean the coils is like, uh, you know, you just will no. buy a new car almost. Well, I think, you know, I, I think what you need to do, are you going to do this yourself or are you going to have somebody else do it? Well, you know, I went to a shop and asked them. I was doing some something else, and I asked them a lot. And they, they said it was going to be like six and a half hours labor on to take that box apart where you can get at the coil to possibly even clean it. Oh, no, no, no. You You don't go in there and tell them you want them to clean the evaporator case because they're going to bid you stupid numbers like they did. Yeah. The question is, is Mark, how long have you been working on cars? 32 years. How many cars do you repair a year? 10,000 or less. Uh, Mark, how many times have you seen that the evaporator coil has been the result of low airflow? Maybe one car in 32 years. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, all right. No so, all right. Here's here's what has to happen. Is first of all, we need to check the amp draw on the blower motor, and it should be somewhere underneath 12. But if it's 16 or 17, then we want to make sure that, that we can distinguish by touching the blower motor. We can distinguish between one, two, three, and four speeds. We pull the blower motor out. There's likely to be an old pair of underwear in there. There's likely to be some handkerchiefs, maybe a McDonald's wrapper. There's all kinds of stuff we find in there, and all we have to do is take the blower motor out. We don't have to take the evaporator case apart. So you go in there, you clean all that out. You check to make sure that there's nothing wrapped around the blower motor squirrel cage. And you start there. Now, you say that you it starts cold and then it gets warm. There's a blend door underneath that dashboard, and that blend door opens and closes between hot and cold air. Right. I would want to drive it, and when it's blowing lukewarm, hop out of the car, grab that suction line off the air compressor, grab the big fat one, and, and, and give it a handshake. And if it's ice cold, there is nothing wrong with the air conditioning compressor. What's happening is that blend door is allowing a little bit of warm and a little bit of cold to mix together, so you're getting luke when that blend door is not working right. So uh, all we need to do is close the hot air off. When we go to maximum recirculation and we go to high speed, we close the hot air completely out, and then we have nothing but nice cold air. So those are the two volume issues. You're either going to have a squirrel cage problem, you're going to have a blower motor problem, you're going to have something that's trapped inside there, especially... If anybody ever used the passenger side floorboard as a trash can, I can guarantee you something's tied up inside that blower motor. Ah, uh, yeah. All right. So that's the place you start, okay? All right, my friend. Thanks. 
Thank you very much. Blower, it's it's called uh, it's, it's substandard uh, blower um, flow. We'll call it that. Mitch, good morning to you. Good morning, Mark, you old storyteller. How are you? Storyteller. I understand that at one time you used to work for me. <laughs> yes, I did, and I call you every once in a while to get some information, and I need to do the same thing today. Oh, and and, and your last name starts with an E. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. I remember you well. I remember you well. I, I, uh, we just had a big uh, party. We had a couple of guys that crossed over the ten-year mark, and uh, and and Renee and I were sitting there looking at the old uh, at the list of stuff. And I, I, they had noted in your file that you had called a couple of times. So it's nice to hear from you every once in a while. How you been? I've been doing good, and you're doing fine. Things are fine. Yeah, things are fine. I, I I'm, a, I'm a happy and lucky guy. I don't know really why I'm so lucky. I probably don't deserve to be lucky. <laughs> Well, I feel the same way, but uh, I'm just happy all the time too. It's the best way to live. Yeah, learn. I'm north of the dirt. That's that's the most important part. I'm not sub sub dirt. I'm north of the dirt, so I'm okay. Yeah. So, what's on your mind today, buddy? Well, I've got one of those fatal Ford F-150s with a 5.4 liter, and it's got an engine noise. It started out with a ticking noise a few months ago, and I listened to it, and it was like, yeah. And I looked on the internet, and it's like, yep, it's a common noise. Yesterday, when my wife started to come home from her business, it uh, started backfiring a little bit, started shaking, and it just died. And I told her to just park it, and I'll come and get her, and had it towed to the house this morning. So it almost sounds like a, a cam problem, cam chain, timing chain, something like that. What have you found on these? What's, what's the most common problem? You know, there's there's too many to to name, but you're right. Um, obviously, if you pulled a plug on it, and ran a quick compression test, even with your thumb, you'd be able to determine whether or not you have cam and crank timing appropriate. I think that has a separate cam sensor than a cam a crank sensor, but I'm not yeah. sure. Well, it's got cam phasers. You know, it's an overhead cam uh, engine. So right, and the cam phasers are a big problem. And we just did one cam phaser on a on a, on this uh, 5.4 liter maybe two weeks ago. I I'm gonna have here's why. Do you remember Eddie Caruso? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know Eddie is my go-to Ford guy. Yeah. And uh, as a matter of fact, I've got Eddie pulling a 390 out of a 63 Ford right now, and he just got done doing um, a camshaft on a, a Denali the other day. So Eddie's my shop foreman. He'll talk to you. He remembers you. I'd like you to call Eddie on Monday and talk to him about this. That sounds good. I'll call Fast Eddie and talk to him on Monday and see yeah. what he says. I'm just trying to get some direction on this and figure out if it's something I want to do or just take it somewhere or just shoot it. Well, and, and one of the things I think he's going to ask you to do on the front side is pull one of the valve covers. Yeah, I was thinking about doing that tomorrow. Yeah, and, and one or both, pull them off because he's going to ask you some questions about, you know, how, how does how's the valve train working, and are there any rockers that are really loose? Did we have a, a can or a a, a bunch of uh, of uh, lifters come apart? One or more lifters come apart, or yeah. is the cam phaser rotating that uh, camshaft um, too far, or is it stuck in one position? That kind of stuff. So, um, but Eddie can help you, and I I I. I I I won't see him before you'll talk to him on Monday, but I'll text him as soon as I'm done with the show. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Mark. All right. Live a good life. Thank, thank you very much, Mitch. Thank you. God bless you, buddy. All righty, we've got open lines available: six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty six zero two. 
508-0960. Oscar, good morning to you. How are you? Good morning. How's it going, Mark? Good, good. Very good. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I've got a, I just got an old two DeVille, and I bought it used. It's got 100,000 miles on it. And all the air, all the ducts and the air conditioning work great, even the ones in the back seat, except for the drivers. It's just blowing hot air. It blows okay. air, but it's just hot air. Oftentimes, there is a door that when you have what we call dual climate control, where the driver can have 80 degrees and the passenger can have 60 degrees. And if you have dual climate control, then there are two blend doors, two activators that open and close and mix hot and cold air, depending on the, the temperature of the person they're trying to cool. In your DeVille's case, then the driver's one is going to be the one that's suspect. Let me offer you something that works about 30% of the time on General Motors cars. Sure. I want you to pull the negative cable, and I want you to let it sit for an hour. Okay. All right, and just we're going to let the capacitors discharge. We're going to do all kinds of stuff. Now, that's kind of like a computer reboot, okay? So you're going to put the negative cable back on, and then when you drive it, I don't want you to be concerned about the idles, a little fluctuation and stuff like that, because it's going to have to relearn all of its idle stuff. But when you drive it the first time, I want you just to turn all the climate controls off. Okay. And I want you to cycle the key on and off a couple of times to over a period of a couple miles. Uh, when, so when you drive say, it when for you a say, mile. Uh-huh. Drive it for a mile, pull off the road, shut it off, count to 10, start it back up, drive it again. But this, all this time, the air conditioning and climate controls are off. Then shut it off and then start it back up and go to climate controls and see what happens. Sometimes we need to wigwag that door a couple of times to find the left and the right. And once we do that, then it'll find the right number. Or it won't, and you'll have to dig that door out of the dash. All righty? Okay, cool. Thanks, Mark. All right. Good luck to you, Oscar. Thank you very much. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be back in about four, four and a half minutes. The lines are wide open, so you can get on the line if you'd like, and we can talk about your car. Or we can, we're really good at being able to, to deal with husbands and wives who disagree about cars. Um, if your husband says that you have to turn the air conditioning off before you shut the car or make sure the air conditioning's off before you start the car and you want to argue with him, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'm the one that uh, will be able to answer that question intelligently and no matter which side of that issue you're on, I'll tell you the truth, but in reality, it doesn't make any difference. When you hit the key, here's how to know. You turn the wipers on, and when you hit the key, the wipers stop. So does the fan, so does the air conditioner, and so does the radio. We shut everything off when you're starting the car so that all the electricity from the battery can go to the starter. So it doesn't make any difference. So those are the kinds of things I can help you with. I'm not a marriage counselor, but I am a pretty good guy, and I'm an ASC Master Certified Technician since 1990. So my name is Mark Salem, 602-508-0960.